Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 44 of Think, Feel, Eat, and Happy New Year. I am so happy that you are here with me today. Um, it looks like my camera is lopsided. <laughs> Let me see if I can take that a little bit without totally wrecking everything. Okay, so anyway, welcome. I'm so happy to be on with you today, uh, teaching more concepts for you about thinking, about feeling, and about eating right? Because um, weight loss with just a list or a protocol can only get you so far, right? And that is why this podcast is broadcast is called Think, Feel, Eat. So this is episode number 44. And um, it's probably going to be at least a two-parter because as I was making my notes, you know how I get crazy on my notes and then they got longer and longer and longer and longer. You know how that happens. Turn on my uh, timer here. But as I was going through here, I was like, wow, there are so many important qualities. This episode is uh, qualities needed for weight management. So there are so many important qualities, important characteristics, important um, character traits, important skills that we need to have in order to um, in order to be able to uh, lose weight and especially in, in order to be able to maintain it. Boy, my husband and I ever discovered that in the last six months of maintaining our 220 pound loss. I mean, we both wanna lose 20 more pounds, but to be honest, it has taken everything we have to maintain because we just keep adding to our skills and adding to our skills and adding to our skills and we get better and better and better at it. Um, so, you know, we've, we've uncovered a lot of tools for maintenance and now we're uncovering more tools for weight loss as well. So uh, when I was going through here thinking about these character qualities, it took me back to my parenting seminar days. So my husband and I, I don't know if you know this or not, but you know that we're teachers and you know that we have a publishing company and you know that I've written a hundred curriculum books and all of that stuff related to homeschooling and language arts and things like that and teaching. We have a teaching business that is our full-time business here. Um, but in addition to that, we used to do parenting seminars. And uh, now, of course, you know, going live parenting seminars is kind of out of, you know, not really too in. It started getting more expensive than what we could afford to do um, as things became available like this, right? Like you don't have to go to seminars anymore. You can just hop online, right? So, but we used to do parenting seminars and uh, they were called Raising Kids with Character. And the first uh, couple sessions, we, we laid the groundwork for character, but then we taught something called, and I just remember this and thought about my first four with weight loss, we taught something called the first four character qualities for babies and toddlers. And um, yeah, four, you know, I mean, I usually work in three, so I don't even know what happened, you know, but somehow I ended up with four and um, they were the first four character qualities for toddlers. And some of the prerequisites uh, let me let me go on for a minute then after this first four then we built on those right we built on those it, it's just amazing how much everything that we have done in ballroom dancing in parenting in homeschooling and teaching parents in teaching kids in our marriage how all of those things have been incremental I mean people are people often say things about different aspects of our lives because there are some things that um, people notice, you know, you notice certain things from other people more than other things. And especially if it's something that you, you know, aspire to in your life. So people will notice something, you know, notice about marriage or notice about um, parenting or uh, something like that, especially when we were doing parenting seminars. And it just has 
come to my attention as I have learned more and more about habit formation and more and more about um, self-control and uh, willpower and things like that, how much of what we did before in those areas parallel what I'm having to do now in weight management and also in building businesses. So um, after the first four, then we had more qualities, right, for elementary, and then we had junior high qualities, and we built up from there. Um, but it started with the first four, which was ironic, because now what do we have here in Think, Feel, Eat? We have the first four, right? Um, and that, that is the teaching for that is in Think, Feel, Eat number 42. And this will be in your show notes also. And then we, I also have a free first four journaling sheet available for you as well. And you can get all of that at donnareach.com forward slash um, teach, feel, eat. All right. So, but the first thing that we needed to do when we were doing these parenting seminars and we were working on these first four, they were things like contentment and cheerfulness. Um, I can't even remember what they, what, what they all were, but at any rate, you know, you started, you know, you kind of start character training, if you will, um, you know, at 10 months old or whatever, you know, when you teach a child to come when they're called and stuff like that. So it was very, very incremental. I mean, it was just so incremental, right? And there were a couple of prerequisites, if you will, for us to include something in that first four. For one thing, the qualities all, all through our parenting seminar, the qualities had to be in the child's control as much as possible. Now, I realize that, you know, there are, you know, special needs kids, there are sensory kids, there are, you know, uh, kids with, uh, sorry, let me say that the way it's really proper to say it. There are kids with special needs, there are kids with sensory issues, there are kids with autism, and I realize that all, you know, children do not necessarily have the same capabilities for learning like to come when they're called and things like that as others. But generally speaking, just without, without you know, delving into special needs situations, they had to be things that were in kids' control. So like they could never be related to when they learned to read or when they learned to potty or anything that was out of their control. And um, so that was one of our big prerequisites for teaching uh, character. Another one, prerequisite was that it always had to be a quality that could be learned through practice, through teaching, through encouragement, through accountability, through um, consequences, whether they are, you know, um, like natural consequences, like gaining weight in our case, or whether they are, um, you know, uh, consequences that are set up for us, you know, in the case of us trying to reward ourselves or something like that. But with children, you know, they had to be qualities that could be learned if we taught the children to learn them and we gave them practice, teaching, encouragement, accountability, consequences, and repetition. So here we are, right? Here we are. I worked on my character, raising my kids all the time, just from the time I had my first child. I just, that was just something that was so important to me because I knew I couldn't expect of my children anything that I couldn't do myself. And now here I am, you know, our last child left the nest, so to speak, three years ago. Yep, three years ago, he's 22 and married. Um, and uh, 
I literally worked on character every single day that I was raising my kids, right? And here I am now needing those, some of those same character qualities, some of those same traits, some of those same characteristics, some of those same skills in order to lose weight. I've been using those same things. And now to maintain, I've been using those same things. And now to dig even deeper, to lose the last 15 or 20 pounds, it's, it's, it's more of the same. So they had to be things that were in the, in the kids' control. So the qualities that I'm going to bring to you this week and next week will be things in your control as much as possible. And when they're not in your control, I'm going to tell you when they are not in your control and how we can counteract that, right? Because we know from my extensive teaching on um, self-integrity, my extensive teaching on cravings and my extensive teaching on uh, willpower that some things aren't as much in our control as we want them to be because of uh, brain chemicals and neurotransmitters and hormones and things like that. So when they're not in your control, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what you can do about them, okay? And um, there, there's never a time that something is completely out of our control when it comes to the traits that are needed for weight loss, but some aspects can be. So we're gonna cover that. And then, um, so they will be in your control and then they will be things that we can learn through practice teaching, encouragement, accountability, consequences, and repetition, right? They are things that we can get better at. I was just thinking about that this morning. I was putting my food in this morning and I thought, wow, December is a really hard month to be faithful with your food, inputting your food, because nobody wants to put in their food when they ate cookies. Nobody wants to put in and put their food on Christmas day, which I didn't do, but nobody wants to um, input their food you know, when you were going out to eat or when we're having, you know, pizzas brought in and the family's all over and we're playing games or doing puzzles or whatever. I mean, and yet I got better and better and better at inputting my food over the last month. How crazy is that? And it was in part because we had the drop eight pounds group. So I had the accountability and that did, that ended on December 24th. We had, I had, um, reasons to practice a lot because I wanted to have low days and high days to save up for the high days, not to punish myself afterwards, but to plan ahead. So I had reason to do that. I was teaching on it all the time in the drop eight pounds group. And so through that teaching, then I got, I learned more, right? I had the encouragement of other people in the group and I had the encouragement for myself. Um, I had the natural consequences, you know, that were going to happen if I did not keep writing my food down, if I did not keep on that. And then I had um, repetition, just doing it over and over and over again. So this morning I was putting all my food in and I was like, yep, I'm going to save 200 calories for my dessert. It's a sugar-free day. So, you know, I have a list of sugar-free things that I, that I can choose from. And um, I'm like, yeah, I'll have 200 extra calories. I have enough protein. Just put it in my fitness pal really fast. And it doesn't matter what you, what you do, just so you do something, right? You don't have to do calories and protein if you don't want to. And as I was doing it, I was just thinking, wow, I have gotten so much better at this during a time that is very, very challenging too. So all of those four character qualities that we used with children that we used with toddlers and then we continued on in our parenting seminars 
and all of the qualities that we need here to for weight loss, for weight management, um, for habit formation of any kind that's going to affect our health, that's going to affect our weight. All of those things are incremental as well, right? So that's why we didn't start in the parenting training with you know ten qualities for toddlers. You know, toddlers are not going to, um, you know, learn respect necessarily. It's not going to be a top, a top quality for them. They're not going to learn diligence. It's not going to be a top quality for them. So we start where we're at and we build incrementally. And that is the same way we do everything in life. Anything that's good is built in within us incrementally. You know, I do love my incrementality, a six syllable word that some programs tell me is not even a word. I'm like, that is a word. Sometimes it tells me systematizing isn't a word and systematizing and incrementality are like the two best words in the world. So there's no way they're not words. So anyway. So this, this is why, of course, I start all my clients and um, people in the drop eight pounds group. And, and even in this group, I uh, go on and on and on about the first four, right? And that is in Think, Feel, Eat, broadcast number 42. And there are two other places it is as well, but the, it's in the show notes too, where all going to be found. And the free first four journal sheets, right? because we do the easy things first and then we add harder and harder and harder things. So you want to do the same thing with building up your qualities, building up your traits, building up your character qualities that are needed for weight loss and weight management. You wanna start with what you're already good at and apply it to weight loss and apply it to weight management more and more and more. So if you are a planner and you're really good at planning in other areas of life, then that would probably be an easy extension to bring into your weight management, right? If you are, um, you can have self-control really well in certain conditions and you understand a lot about how self-control is achieved, how self-integrity is achieved, how willpower you know, fails us and how to overcome all of those things, then maybe self-control, you know, is a quality that works really well for you, for you to build on. If you are really good at journaling and thought work and things like that, then that might be something that you want to, okay, I, I do, I've journaled all this time about these things. Now I want to journal about my weight and I'm going to give you some tools throughout this year to be able to do that. Then you want to build, build incrementally on the ones that you are not as strong in. So whatever qualities that you know, you're not very strong in, pick one, okay? We're not gonna do everything. We're not gonna be a new person tomorrow. We're not gonna be a new person in a week. January doesn't magically make us new and improved, right? And so instead we are going to build up incrementally um, for the ones that you're not as strong in. So um, for me, I am focusing tons right now on honesty and you'll understand more as I get into that quality here in just a moment but I but I I am so honest in my life I mean just like so honest like I'm just an honest person I've never been you know tempted to lie I've never been I mean not that I never have but I'm just like I'm not like trying to cover things up I'm not hiding things I'm not you know it was just one of those things that when I had kids I couldn't lie because I didn't want them to lie I mean, it was just like one of those things and and so for most of my life, I've been a pretty honest person, but I have not been honest in weight loss. 
Isn't that interesting? And it's the whole concept that I've talked about before that you might be like so good at your job or you might be, your house might be pristine or your wardrobe might just be perfectly organized. You might have beautiful clothes or you might be, you know, just so good at budgeting and so good at making money go for further or record keeping and saving money or whatever it might be. Um, but then you could never seem to lose weight. Remember, that's the, that's the place my husband and I found ourselves at. We were just like, this makes no sense. We're good at things. We have some skills, you know? Why can we not seem to wrap our head around it when it comes to weight loss? And of course, I've taught you before that the reason we can't is because those things are not asking for things that are, are as affected by body chemistry, by um, uh, brain chemicals by neurotransmitters, by hormones. And then all of a sudden we're asking ourselves to do things that we can do without all of those influences. And we have all these other influences that keep us from doing it, right? So, and that's why I think it's really important not to say like, I don't, I'm just not self-controlled. I just have no self-discipline. I just have no self-control. I just can't, I can never do this right. I can never do that right. Because this, the things that we're asking ourselves to do in weight loss, weight management, um, giving up alcohol, giving up drugs, giving up porn, giving up gambling, you know, any of those things that we're asking ourselves to do, giving up sugar, giving up fast food, whatever it might be that you feel like you need to do. I'm not saying you should do those things, saying each of us choose, right? That's one thing we're going to talk about next week with self-control is that you're going to have a whole lot more self-control when you control what you're trying to control. So anyway, that's a little commercial for next week. All right. So the, um, building incrementally on the ones that you already have in your life in other areas. So that is really good. And then of course, I want us to be very, very cognizant of the concepts behind um, self-integrity and willpower. Because I just, I see people all the time posting on the socials, you know, I'm back at it. This time I'm ready. This time I'm, this time I'm going to do it. This time I'm not going to cheat. This time I'm not going to go off. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, by its very nature, the way you're setting yourself up is all or nothing. It's failure or perfection. It is um, drumming up willpower, drumming up steam, drumming up those things, which can help you, but they can't take you all the way. And that's why I think feel eat is so important because we're not just looking at, you know, getting a program, getting a diet, getting on it and doing it. We're looking at all the different aspects and all the different areas of life that come into play in weight management. It's just absolutely huge. All right. So that is, and these are in your show notes, that's think, feel, eat 19 and 20. Uh, those are the self-integrity ones. And there are lots of tools for self-integrity in uh, number 20. Just really, if you can only listen to one other video, tools for self-integrity, number 20 is the one to do. And then weight loss lifestyle, that was my uh, old broadcast. They're still there. There's, it was an intermittent fasting broadcast, but now we've expanded. Um, so they're still up, but that one was weight loss lifestyle 60 and 61. Those are the willpower ones. It's got a lot of research, so it's a little bit heavy. All right, so character qualities. I'm going to, I don't know how many of these I want to make it through. I'm trying to make it through three today, okay? And then I have um, one, two, three, four, five, six, too many for next week. Okay, so the first one is 
thoughtfulness. Now, when we think of thoughtfulness, we think of somebody thinking of others and doing for others. Okay, this kind of thoughtfulness is not the same. I'm going to pull out my language arts lady for you here. Um, thought, so you're having thoughts. Full means you're full of something. And then ness is, means it's a noun. So thoughtfulness full of, you are full of thought, right? Um, thoughtfulness is a thing that indicates that you're full of thought. Now, the kind of thoughtfulness that I'm referring to here is thinking, okay? It's, it's, it's being thoughtful about what you're doing for your weight loss. It's being thoughtful about your plan, your goals, your day. That is kind of thoughtfulness that I'm talking about here. So when we think about thoughtfulness in this way, we think about how we think, right? And I have a lot of broadcasts about that uh, too. If you go to donnareese.com forward slash think, feel, eat, you can find all of the broadcasts. But um, thinking about how we think, uh, the, uh, in life coaching, you'll hear people say, we are the only mammals, the only um, species who can do this. We're the only species who can think about what we think, right? We can look at our thoughts. We can examine them. We can see what they contain, right? And one of the best ways to think about our thoughts is through journaling. And that's why I have a simple page, the free first four journal sheets. That is a great place to start, okay? It's not so much thinking as much as it is planning. So you're not necessarily thinking about your thoughts like, what led me to feel defeated today? What led me to feel overwhelmed today? What led me to feel feelings of failure today? It's not as much that, that's what we're going to be working on in 2021, but it is a great start for getting something down on paper every day. Five minutes, get it down on paper every day. Five minutes, get it down on paper every day. I, I, just, um, I just can't recommend this enough because it's a, it is a, an easy start because I'm not asking you to take out a blank piece of paper and write out your whole model, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, CTFAR. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to take baby steps into thoughtfulness by planning your day, by looking at your day and saying, this is when I'm going to eat. This is how many times I'm going to eat. This is what I'm going to eat. This is how I'm going to drink my water. And these are the times that I'm going to sleep and how I'm going to make that sleep happen. Okay, so again, that's not so much thinking about your thoughts as much as it is planning, but journaling with parameters or journaling with a document that guides you is a great place to start journaling, okay? Then from there, we are going to add to it. There's going to be a page added very soon that is going to be think, feel, eat. So what do I want to feel today? How do I want to eat today? And what thoughts do I need to work on to get there? Okay, so you can start that now. That is what I mean by thoughtfulness. I mean, thinking about our thoughts. You can start that now if you're ready for that. Um, I didn't bring my sheet that tells my table of contents, but I did teach about that. And I want to say that it is think, feel, eat number one. So I'm, that'll be in the show notes. Think, feel, eat number one is the one that I think where I teach you how to lay out your thoughts. Okay. So thoughtfulness, thinking about what, thinking about your feelings, thinking about your thoughts 
and thinking about what would it, what what does it take to do what I want to do. I think that all the time, every single day, I think, what does it take to be successful today? What will it take? What do I have to think? What do I have to feel in order to be successful? Okay, I'm going to move on to honesty uh, because I'm honestly going to run out of time. And I mentioned earlier that honesty is the quality that I'm really trying to build on. So I have this whole life of honesty and then I have lies. <laughs> lies, lies, I tell you. Lies when it comes to weighing my food, when it comes to choosing my calories from my fitness pal, I wanna choose the lesser ones. I wanna choose the bad uh, entries that were added. It's kind of like Wikipedia, you know, you, it may or may not be accurate. I want to choose the, the lighter ones. I want to, uh, I lie to myself about how big the servings are. I lie to myself about um, how much I've lost and how much time, like recently, like I lost four pounds over the challenge. Now, you know, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like six because I kind I was kind of high. Now I'm kind of lower, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, not in the long term. I know how much I lost in the long term, but just in the short term, I lie to myself about that. I lie to myself about how many days I have sugar. That is why I had to create a sugar plan, a distinct sugar plan. So those are things that I'm dishonest about. And those are the very things that are going to be needed to move the needle for me. And I know that honesty is needed. And it's, it's in all ancient writings. I think about in the Bible specifically, uh, you know, something about um, God hates unjust weights and measures. And well, I think about that with, with today, like, you know, people just posting anything in social media, whether they've checked it, whether it's true, whether the source is accurate, uh, whether they're lumping together things that are inaccurate, right? There's so much dishonesty in socials, just so, so, so much dishonesty. And I think about that Bible verse that, you know, God, uh, God despises or something like that, unjust weights and measures. And that's like in all ancient writings, like any kind of, of religion, has an element of honesty to it. It's just like, we are supposed to be honest, right? Because honesty ruin, dishonesty ruins everything. And that's another reason why lying was such a huge deal in our family, why we made it so big from the beginning. But we are dishonest with ourselves. We are dishonest with ourselves. And sometimes we it won't be like a blatant lie. Like, you know, um, I, I weighed 164, but I wrote down 162 like we do on our driver's license or something like that. It's not necessarily like that. It is more like, uh, I haven't weighed for a couple of days. I probably weigh 162, right? It's more like, um, I don't want to get off the scale right now. I'm sure that was hundred grams of mashed potatoes, right? And, and, and if you don't want to measure food, you don't have to. But if we're going to measure food, we need to be honest with ourselves. If we're going to count calories, we need to be honest with those calories. If we're going to have a high day, we need to be honest when we get above 2000 calories. That's my high day. That's the day that we can order food or we can go out to eat or whatever. I can have dessert that's not sugar-free. I can have like flour, sugar, fat altogether because that usually takes me over my calories and under my protein when I do that on the regular days. So being honest, like, you know what? I went over I went over by 200 calories on my high day because I could not stop eating this craving inducing food. So I ate extra, I ate another handful of popcorn. I ate a few more M&Ms, right? So um, honesty is just 
It's just the thing usually that takes us to the next level. I see this all the time in the macro groups. In the macro groups, people, uh, there's Macros Inc. And it's a great Facebook group, lots of free help. Not as much free help as I have, but lots of free help. Lots and lots and lots of free help. They will check your macros for you and stuff like that. And it's a big group. So people are always answering questions and everything. So um, people are like, well, I've been doing this for you know a month and I haven't lost anything. And then people will say, well, share your food diary, you know, because it's, it's very, very, very strict on counting and things like that. It's not strict on what you have to eat, but it's very strict on counting. And um, so then they'll share it and they're like, you know, knowing full well that in macros, you're not allowed to use cups. You're not allowed to use uh, teaspoons. You have to use, you can for liquids, but you have to use grams for your food uh, in order for it to be accurate. And so they put all their, they put their entry up there and then everybody puts down at the bottom, you know, you're not being honest about how many calories you're really consuming. Like, you know, a half a cup of mashed potatoes could weigh 100 grams, but if you stuff the measuring cup, it could weigh 140 grams. And so instead of being 230 calories, it's really 310 calories. And so it is really in the weights and measurements that we have a lot of dishonesty when it comes to weight loss. And that's also the reason why becoming honest about it, you know, like not saying things like, I really didn't eat that much sugar this week. But instead being honest, these are the times I eat sugar, this is how much I ate, these are what I ate, right? Being completely honest. These were my four sugar-free days. This is how I did it. And that is why I wanna teach you how to make a sugar plan very soon into the new year. I'm still working on that um, program. It's a little uh, sugar. Um, I'm thinking about calling it having your cake and eating it too. I don't know, what do you think of that? Because the, the bottom line is there are a lot of people who lose down to their goal weight and still eat sugar, but they control it so much. So then the question is, can we control sugar and still have it or can we not? I have another episode coming up. It's called, um, do you need complete abstinence in order to meet your goals? So anyway, that's coming up too. So, so weight, I mean, honesty, that is the next quality. Now I'm going to run out of time before I go into the, the next one. Let me see here, patience. So control, flexibility, confidence, perseverance, planning, goal setting, and accountability. Okay, this will definitely be a three-parter. Okay, but um, I want to merge the two together. I want to look at how thoughtfulness and honesty go hand in hand. So when we are thoughtful and we wake up in the morning and we write, for example, we write all of our things out. Okay, we write them in our journal, our first four, and it takes five minutes, okay? So you have your first four, four journal sheet. I didn't bring it up here, but you have your first four journal sheet and you're writing down the exact time and the exact things you're going to eat. You know, three, I'm gonna eat three times today. For me, um, I'm gonna eat at, well, maybe, maybe not. I had a client just take a three o'clock. So probably not three. I was gonna eat, what I had written down was three, six, and nine because I can't eat until after I put the kids to bed tonight. So um, three, six, nine is what I put down, okay? Then I put down what I was eating at each of those three things. Now, if you don't do my fitness pal, you don't weigh your food and measure your food, this is a five minute process. I mean, literally, you just literally just get on the journaling sheet and you say, you know, three o'clock, roast beef, mashed potatoes, banana, six o'clock, soup beans, one sugar-free cornbread with butter, apple nine o'clock, 
uh, 200 calorie dessert. See how fast that was, right? I mean, it literally is that fast. So that sets you up to be honest. The, the, every time you do a behavior, when I've told you that I was going to tell you what the pitfalls are, the pitfalls in honesty, the opposite being dishonesty, the pitfalls are dishonesty. They are vagueness. The pitfalls for honesty are vagueness. They are um, lumping things together. Anytime you lump something together, like, oh, I think that meal is about 500 calories, right? They are, they are any kind of vagueness, any kind of vagueness. Like I'm just eyeballing it, but I have some mashed potatoes here and I have some roast beef, you know, um, if, if that's what you're doing. If you're measuring carbs, you know, then, you know, maybe you have another way that you're too vague. Like, um, you know, I had a handful of nuts. It was probably just a serving. It's probably only two carbs. When in reality, your handful of nuts was probably five carbs. Not only that, but it may have taken you over your, out of your deficit, right? So the beauty of the first four is that it gets us on, on track with honesty. It gives us a place to start being honest. And as we do that, we get better and better and better and better at it, right? Every time we practice one of these qualities that are needed for weight management, for weight loss, we're going to get better at it. We're going to get better at it. And incrementally, we will build skills. Like at first, I just did the journal pages. All I did was the three times to eat, the times that I was going to, and the food that I was going to eat. Then I started implementing sugar-free days. And then I had a list of foods I was allowed to have that were either low sugar, like animal crackers or something like that, or that were sugar-free, like apple dip that I make or a sugar-free muffin or something. And, you know, then I got better at that. Then I added in my fitness pal macros and I worked on that and worked on that and worked on that. And I got better at that. And guess what? As I started doing my thoughtfulness, my journaling, my recording, that type of thing, I got better and better at honesty, right? I'm still not where I want to be with honesty, but I am so much better than I was. And I know that these two things, thoughtfulness and honesty are going to be huge for weight management. I just know it because I know they're going to move the needle. They're going to make my deficit more consistent, bigger, a bigger deficit for more weight loss and not just management, not just maintaining, but actually losing. I know these two things together will do that. Thank you very much for joining me for Qualities Needed for Weight Management, part one of three. And I'm really excited about this series because I think it starts with skills we have. And I think that's really great. I think it's really important for us to say, you know what, I do have some skills. I do have some things that I'm good at. And I'm just gonna keep on building on those and building on those and getting better and better and better at them. So this is part one of three uh, in the show notes, thinkphilly.com forward slash, I mean, donnareesh.com forward, forward slash thinkphillyeat. Um, you will have the um, episodes that I referenced. You'll have the first four journal sheet um, for you. And then you'll have the option of doing video or audio at that point. And you can also, of course, get it in iTunes or your podcast provider. So thank you for joining me. There's still time to get in on the coaching sale. If you book your consult between now and January 15th, which looking at the 
that looks like that is next Friday. So if you um, book your consult between now and the 15th, you'll have an opportunity to buy a 16-week coaching package for 25% off. So that will be in effect until January 15th. So hop on at donnerish.com forward slash coaching and get a free slot, a 30-minute um, coaching slot. You can ask me anything. I can help you with anything. You can see if you think it would be a good fit for us to work together. So that is donnerish.com forward slash coaching. I will see you next thought Thursday, next week on Thursday with episode number 45, a few more qualities needed for weight management. Thank you for joining me.